Today is the solemnity of the ascension, and we shout for joy as we say amen. I believe in the glory of the risen one. Amen is an affirmation of faith, a personal and communal affirmation, and at times a quiet prayer. But there's such power in this one word. A loud and vibrant amen can stir the senses and uplift an entire congregation. And it can also be a soft word, a way to cry out to God when we are lost for all other words. As an educator these past three years, I have struggled to remain hopeful in light of COVID-19 and the racial injustices that permeate our world. My colleagues and I struggle to put forth energy to finish the end of the year with the same passion and excitement we normally would. We see the effects of COVID in our students' behavior and many times find ourselves at a loss for how to best serve their needs. We continue to wade in uncharted waters even though we are seemingly back to the way things were before COVID. But as I have reflected on that sentiment, the going backness to the way things were before COVID, I fear we are setting ourselves up for a mindset of regression. We are being sucked into a backward-facing future rather than a forward-facing one. We face the temptation to default to what was rather than what needs to be today. With this mindset, I have felt a descending rather than an ascending to our present realities. Similarly, the tragic shooting in Buffalo, New York reveals to us how racism and white supremacy still exists within the United States. The misinformation of replacement theory instills a hatred for the future and a longing for a world in which the black and brown community is controlled by a powerful white majority. This theory strikes at the very heart of me and my family. It argues that my husband, who is mixed race and I, should not have a biological child. It states that my niece and nephew, who are Ugandan and half Italian, are a danger and a threat to society. But amidst all of this, as we focus on today's gospel, we find our hope. Jesus said to his disciples, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all the nations. This is why Jesus' resurrection is so restorative. The resurrection could not happen without the horror of death. I realize what I share is heavy, but we are in the Easter season. We can give praise and thanksgiving for that. This is the most joyful season in our liturgical calendar. We hold fast that we are Easter people and our hope remains in the glory of God, the joy revealed to us through the life of Jesus and the justice unlocked for us for all eternity. Even more so, this solemnity of the ascension is the ultimate here and now moment. That's the pinnacle of our faith. In light of the present realities, I see the ascension 
as the means to which all wounds are healed and all hatred is transformed into new life in Christ. What was, what is, and what will be converge in the ascension, and we are invited into participation in God's glory. Consider the disciples at this moment of the ascension too. They know Jesus will come again, but they don't know when. They can't go back to the way things were before Jesus or try to keep things exactly the same as when Jesus was here. This approach would not fulfill the gospel. The powerful experience of Christ will remain only a historical event that inspired the people of the time and not demand anything, us, anything of us today, if that's the case. St. Paul had an experience of the risen Lord that changed the course of his life. He experienced a conversion, a total reorientation of his life. And his response to his encounter with Christ was, Amen. St. Mary Magdalene, who I stand in front of here, is the first at the tomb. While she's tempted to mourn what she's lost, she recognizes her teacher, Jesus, and proclaims, Amen, and shares this experience with her community. I want to take a moment to lift up and bring awareness to the work of the art behind me. This is entitled, St. Mary of Magdala Proclaims the Resurrection, by Sister Margaret Peggy Baudet. When I first saw this, it struck me profoundly. We see Mary raised up, standing tall with her hand outstretched, heralding the good news. She ascends to what the moment demands. Her entire self bears witness to the resurrection and anticipates the ascension. We are called to be witnesses like Mary. This solemnity asks us to rise, to get up, and be empowered to be a light to the world. And so the question is, what does ascending mean after these past two years of global, national, and individual suffering? How can we rise up to meet the challenges of today? Do we situate our gaze on a future of joy and restoration? Or do we live in the pain and the worry of the past? Ascending to the demands of today is hard work because it's a little unknown. We have to be vulnerable and admit that we are broken first. Ascending is not rising above. It is rising with, rising with the memory of pain and death, the memory of betrayal and sadness, but also with the glory and the hope that comes in the morning. I pray that my students ascend, that they rise, they get up and grow out of their fears as they embrace their capacities to fully engage with the world again. I pray that the communities who continue to face systematic racism and hate continue to be resilient and faithful in suffering. On this solemnity, we celebrate that Jesus is lifted, exalted, and glorified, and so will we. For that we proclaim 
Amen, amen, amen.